What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Over the Top, where we're talking all things English Premier League. We're back with our review of the second match week, and we got a lot of golazos to talk about. I'm Kyle, and I got my man Justin here. What's up, dude? What's up, Kyle? Man, what happened to the like the nil-nil English Premier League? Can you do it on a Tuesday night in Stoke? None of that. Nope. Flash and flare, baby. Now it's like, can you concede four goals in Leeds and then score three goals on them or something like that? That's yeah, I don't know. I guess, uh, what would be the equivalent of a Stoke in the Premier League? Is it Sheffield right now? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Newcastle, maybe? Well, oh, I mean, God. when you think about like places in England, I feel like Newcastle sounds depressing enough to... I mean, if you watch the Sunderland documentary, you yeah, just get like, depressed watching it, right? Northern England, it's like, it's like Rust Belt in the U.S., you mm-hmm. know? So, I mean, they advertise it as Seattle weather, but it seems gloomier. But, I mean, I haven't been there, so I can't. It's like Seattle weather, but creepier and, like, more gothic and old, I guess. Hmm. You know? And, like, toothless, I guess. Anyways, Kyle, we had some great games this weekend. Let's not get our... Our listeners are getting depressed talking about Northern England. We can't. We can't have that. Well, we were getting them depressed last week with our wildfire smoke and... All kinds of hazards on the West Coast. I mean, but, I was pretty happy got, after Tottenham losing, but we'll have oh, some great games oh. here, Kyle. First one, we had a big six matchup. Chelsea Liverpool, the big guns, the new the new kid on the block, Chelsea with like twenty five new signings yep. versus Liverpool. Same squad about, but new guy took Tiago. They yep. just signed Diego Hota. Who would come out on top? Well, Chelsea weren't that much of a match. Yeah, was it Liverpool two 0 was it ever any doubt? Like you know, the game was never in any doubt. Th- this no. this game came way too soon for Chelsea. I think. Oh yeah, I mean, what's clear about this game more than anything is that it's going to take time for this team yeah. to gel. Yeah. You know, it, as great as it sounds when you sign a boatload of players, and it's like, oh man, on paper, right? All the paper tigers out there. On paper, this team looks really good. They look like, you know, Frank Lampard is going to challenge for the title, right? And yeah, it's like, well, yeah. it might be better. I don't think yeah. it's going to be like a 45-point gap between them and Liverpool, but yeah, eh, it's not quite there. Well, it also, makes you realize, it also makes you realize that these Chelsea signings are like 20 years old, generally, or like early 20s from different leagues. It's going to take time. Right, and I mean, going against Liverpool is no easy task. They press yeah. you. Um, they have great delivery, great width, um, wide play from their wingers. I mean, they've got like everything. They've got everything. you know, in Chelsea, we're like seriously lacking some some parts of the squad last year. But but you know, I said this is too soon. But Chelsea were pretty meh. They were meh, especially in the opening. They were getting dominated. Yeah. This time, to found some good counterattacks from mostly by Werner, who. Just loves to sit on the line and tries to poach some goals and Turbo he's, team he's gonna do that a few yeah. times this year, no doubt. I mean, he's just so quick. But he's gonna be a handful for everyone. No impact. Doesn't really have any service either. So no. I think when Pulisic come back and when Zayat come back and uh, Havertz plays in more his position, that yeah. could get a little more interesting. But it's just not there yet. And then Kyle, we get into right on the stroke of halftime. Chelsea are about to go to the locker room. Nil nil. Andreas Christensen. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, Andreas Christensen. Defend, buddy. Yeah, goes decides to go at, at nil-nil going into halftime. Decides to go in on, I forget who, maybe it was Mane, with, it was Mane with, a, with a rugby tackle. Uh, he's clearly the the last man, and 
Clearly red card. It was initially no yellow. VAR goes and looks at it. No doubt. VAR, the system of the referee going back and looking at the monitor, much better. That's what Let's we've been like crying out for all much of last better. season. Um, do we agree with all the rules and the calls? Probably not, but it's a much better system. Yeah, definitely. Goes back, rightly rules the red card. They go back into the locker room, nil-nil. Chelsea's like, oh man, what do we do here? Come back out. I think Kepa's head was still in the locker room. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, at that point. Uh... Liverpool scores a goal five minutes in. Nice goal by Mane. Yeah. Nice header, by the way. Really nice header. Yeah, used, he used every inch of that like crazy hairline he's got uh, halfway back on his head. He God, just like hairline. whipped it into the, the corner of the goal. It's it really nice. Nice build-up play. You know, Bobby Firmino doing what he does. I want a side-by-side of him and LeBron James, like where Ooh. their hairlines meet. Yeah, because I feel like Mane's is further back, but I'm not sure. Yeah, but LeBron's has made like a magical, mysterious like, com- mysterious, like comeback. Oh, you know? yeah, it's like crept back forward again. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It, whereas like Mane, there's no stopping that bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> there's no stopping it. Uh, but The yeah, second I, goal, Kyle, though. I mean, what more can you say? It's, it's man... We almost expected this to happen, but Keppa. I literally wrote down Keppa lol. I mean, that was, dude. It was bad. So, for those of you that didn't see it, Tamore, just a normal back. Not Didn't put his keeper in any bad position. It was just, hey, pass it back to Keppa. Yeah. Keppa's going to clear it out. To, no hospital. Keppa takes a touch. Could still probably clear it. Hesitates. Tries to t- play a ground pass right in front of him. Mane's like, nope, thank you very much. Intercepts. Just looks Open absolutely goal. awful. I mean, Keppa had like... Three seconds to think about it, and, and he could watch have cleared that ball so many times. At First least time he could have, could taken, have hesitated and then cleared it. He could so. have taken like three touches, and that not have happened. Yeah, Keppa. I mean, what more can you say? I like everyone almost seems to be feeling bad for the guy, but I don't really feel bad for him. He costs like seventy million pounds. It's crazy money. I mean, he's the most expensive goalkeeper ever. Think about that. Paid more than Liverpool paid for Allison, which <laughs> jokes. Yeah, and you know, I mean. When you've refused to come off in a game and act like a brat, it just leaves an impression on people. Yeah. And it just speaks to your character. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just have no sympathy for him after that. I really don't either. If he was a team player and he's trying and he's saying all the right things, I might I might feel differently today. Uh, but no, I mean, I just I have no sympathy for the man. And, and that kind of sucks, but I feel like he did it to himself. Yeah, and that was kind of the beginning of the end. I mean, for those who don't know, uh, when Sari was manager, what... Two seasons ago. Two seasons ago, yeah. Actually tried to sub Keppa and he refused to go off. I, I know I've never seen anything like that it in my life. It was bizarre. Beginning of the end, though, but Chelsea, some transfer news. Apparently they've got uh, Lil, keep, he's from Lil, right? Mendy. Edward Mendy. I've never seen him play, um, but pretty much anyone's going to be better than Keppa, right? Yeah, we were just talking about that pre-show. I mean, he might not be the best keeper in the Premier League. You might be a Premier League average, but guess what? That will be an upgrade for them. And Caballero is clearly a backup keeper. He's an emergency yep. keeper, a lot of experience, but he's just not as fast, not as quick. It's just He's nice. like 38 or something. He's just he's he's fine as a backup. Yeah. And that's great, but we don't want to start him week in and week out. So Yeah, so yeah, I mean on on one hand you kind of feel for Kepa, but they need to solve that problem. Mm, uh, nah, not even on one hand. One last thing real quick, Thiago, new signing for Liverpool, came from Bayern, played quarterback second half, just I think broke the amount of passes that a player's ever made in one half. Uh 
I don't know. I'm not surprised. It was easy for him, Kyle. I mean, you it came was. on, you scored two quick goals. Kepa gifted you one. And after that, it's like, oh, man, this is like Bundesliga playing against du- like uh, Wolfsburg or something. Yeah. Bayern, you know, they're always up against every team. So it's just like, oh, let's pass this way. Let's pass that way. Let's yep. keep the ball. Easy peasy. Coming from Barcelona Academy, too. It's nothing. He looks like their best midfielder already, though. But uh, moving on, next we've got... Uh, Wolves at home to Manchester City. Uh, City won this one three to one. Uh, this was I don't know. I felt like that scoreline wasn't really totally reflective of the game. Uh, Man City completely dominated the first half. Like, and, that, and that's the problem. Completely. Kyle, here. I mean, we we think of the totality of the game, and I would say Wolves looked better, much better, you could argue, than City in the second half. Yeah, at least like. And the Wolves looked like the half. best, like. Of any team of any half, Wolves had the best half, and it was in the second half. But the problem is, you cannot be that bad against this Manchester City game, I mean team, at all. And you can't be bad for a whole half. For like 15 minutes, let alone a whole half. Wolves were bad in the first half, and City pounced. Yeah, Um, they really did. I mean, uh, Wolves gave up a really bad penalty. I think it was Saiz. Really just went to ground stupidly on on, De uh, De Bruyne. De Bruyne, of course, of course buries it. There's no question about that. Yep. And then the second goal, beautiful, intricate passing. De Bruyne again passes to Jesus. Jesus back to Foden. Foden mm-hmm. tapping. I mean, it wasn't a tapping, but it was a pass goal. His goalie yeah. was out of position. Yeah. Easy peasy, 2-0, and you can't do that against City. I no, mean, open goal. Phil Foden, by the way, I think I, I was reading that he's got six goals since the COVID since the restart. COVID restart. In June, yeah. You know, with David Silva gone, Foden, I'd, I'd imagine will have a much bigger role to play. But uh, so yeah, two 0 to half. Wolves really came out in the second half, looking great though. I, I would say they looked awesome. I don't know they what Nuno. I don't know what Nuno said in the in the halftime speech, but it clearly got to them. They were peppering the goal. I mean, not really the goal, the outsides of the <laughs> yeah, goal. Yeah, that's true. Uh, should have scored more than one goal. Come on, man. They should have at least had one early. I mean, Maybe Podence had some I mean, great runs, great passes, just yeah. couldn't finish. Raul Jimenez, for him, had just a, a sitter. Left foot, just has to tap it in and just went wide. That was a disappointing to see. And you can only miss so many of those against City yeah. because they were pushing the game at the end. Raul Jimenez did get one yeah. uh, to come back 2-1. But, you know, when you go against City and you... Throw numbers forward, you're always at risk of the counterattack, and they yeah. got them three one. But yeah, it's like no matter how bad City look, uh, in any given moment, any half, they they can always just turn around after playing like shit and still score. But real quick on that Wolves goal, if you haven't seen it, just watch it. Potence had a pretty filthy Meg on De Bruyne. I think it was. We're all about Megs here on the podcast. All about Kyle. Megs, Megs only. And uh, Potence putting in a nice ball to. Jimenez, He's going to have say. a much bigger role this year. I mean, no Diego Jota, no. as we just mentioned, went to Liverpool. He He's going to have to step up. I mean, they have the 17-year-old as well from Porto, but, yeah. I mean, this is his year to shine. Yeah, he's, definitely. It's all there for him. You know, even though Jota left, though, I, I don't see I, – I see Wolves having still tons of talent. I mean – I mean, they'll they, sign, uh, you know, they'll sign another right wing back to actually replace Doherty, so Traore can push forward. And it looks like that's going to be Nelson Semedo from Barcelona. Yeah. Which for Barcelona, I'm like, okay, Nelson Semedo probably not good enough for both Wolves. But that's a great signing. signing. Great signing. I mean, it's a lot of money for an outside back, but when you consider Chelsea paid 50 million for Ben Chilwell, I'd take Semedo for 20 less all day, 
Although I like Chilwell a lot, but still. Yeah, so Wolves, I'm not, I like, I have no opinion of them after this game. I thought they played well. I mean, you're not going to, it's hard to beat City three straight times. That's really hard to do. And so no problem with them losing this game. And with Semedo coming in, if they can move Triari up, I think, I think they're just fine. Yeah, I feel like we didn't learn anything from these these two teams i mean and city starting the season with a win yeah. you know they play leicester next week we'll see another you know team that's doing well yep. so far during the the new season so we'll see what happens there but no no problems with no. city yet either yep exactly john stone starting though like oh, that was kind of weird especially with fernandinho also starting but in the midfield and i mean gundogan with covid19 though yeah. so he would yeah he, i mean the, at this point of his career he's in his prime he's like he's a likely in and out starter yeah. for them You'd expect, I mean, with Otsumendi just being boo-boo, in my opinion, you'd yeah. expect City to sign another center back. You would right? think so. I mean, I mean Garcia, Nathan Ake started in this match. Uh, yeah, Garcia looks Garcia's like he'll head back outs. to Barcelona. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure they'll buy, like, Koulibaly or someone ridiculous. I did on my football manager team, by the way, Koulibaly. It cost me, I think, 77 million pounds because it's last year's version. He's doing nice. He's, like, my best player. Yep. Uh, moving on, Kyle. We went a little positive there. I think we're both high on Wolves and Man City. Uh, but we're going to drag you all back down. Let's go down negativity. to Let's go down to the other side of Manchester, right? Let's, let's go down it. to Trafford. United won. Kyle, Palace, Crystal, MFN Palace, <laughs> three. They scored three goals. In three a goals at Old Trafford, Kyle. What's more amazing, like United conceding three to Palace or Palace scoring three in like any game? I never thought I'd see that. That's a tough question. Life, you know? I For guess a team I, that averages like 24% possession, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. You know, I'm going to crack a beer open for this one because I'm, I'm ready. You're ready? You're I'm ready, ready to, to trash it. on United. Yeah. I mean, it's a great week for you when Spurs make all these signings. They destroy an opponent underneath and the, United Underneath loses. United's nose. Yeah, I, I mean, Arsenal it. won. That could have been the only thing that probably would have made this weekend perfect. But it's yeah. still pretty good, huh? Oh, I think so. I think it was uh, back, glorious. Back, back to United, Kyle. If you look at the stats, if you were a regular Samaritan, you go and say, oh, I want to check out my United because I'm a big fan and I yeah. want to see the stats from the game. You'll look and you see United had 17 yeah. shots and Crystal Palace had 14. And that United had like 75%, 75% then, possession, yeah. Crystal Palace 25. And as a Samaritan, you're like, oh, we got robbed. Yeah. Yep. But Kyle, did United really dominate this game? No. No, I, I when I looked at the stats, I couldn't believe it. Maybe this like possession stats would didn't surprise me, but you and I both watched did, this whole game. Where we did watched, those seventeen shots come from? I don't, I don't know. remember them. Maybe Jesse Lingard was taking them on the sideline. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah. I, I honestly don't know. I mean, they had shots. Uh, they did not it, look it, that threatening. Crystal no. Palace. I mean. Much dangerous side, you would have to say. I mean, Townsend scored early. I mean, they had Zaha other breakaways. IU, IU had tons of chances, just couldn't get the right yeah. finish it, off. It could have been more than three uh, for Palace. The penalty was kind of hilarious. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, hilarious in a sense of, like, you know, we're actually taking United's st- side on this. It was yeah. this handball rule. While the right call in accordance with Premier League rules... Not not a good rule. So no. hopefully this gets amended at some point. But but that was ridiculous. The whole sequence the... in itself, because De Gea saved the penalty, went off the line. By, like, what, an inch? I mean, I know, like, it was, if you're it off was a the line, inches, you're off the yeah. line. But at the same time, come when on, When you slow-mo man. it, I mean, when in real time, it's, like, the same time, right? But when you slow-mo, it looks way before. Anyway, Zaha picks up the ball, uh... Good for my fantasy team. Zaha picks up the ball, slots home the penalty. 2-0. Uh, 
Vandebeek, Kyle, comes mm-hmm. on and makes it 2-1. to one. Nice That's right. Comes yeah. on for Pogba. Yeah, I mean, it was a nice finish, but kind of a lucky bounce to even get there. So even on United's goal, it wasn't like they created it beautifully, but it was a nice finish. It was a nice finish. And Van de Beek will be a good signing. They needed depth. And the stands, I mean, there are memes flying around. It just looked like he uh, he knows he made a mistake, Kyle. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, man, I should have listened to my friend over at Tottenham Yeah. telling me, Steven Bergwijn was telling me to go there. Hmm. Maybe he knew Delhi would go play for PSG or whatever place he doesn't deserve to play in. But, yeah, I mean, come on. Like, so, Van de Beek probably won't even start for this team unless you bench Pogba. I, or or you McTominay, could but play that's a different... all three, but there's no shield for that Their defense isn't defense. good enough for that. Yeah. That's a good segue. Because if you looked at... I mean, we talked about the stats. But then, if you're that Manchester United fan, it's like, oh, let me look at the, the lineup for this game. Yep. You see Victor Lindelof. You see Fasu Mensa. You see Daniel James. And for those that don't Luke know... Shaw. I mean, Luke Shaw's You nice see Scott, Mc, Scott McTominay. Yeah. Are these United players? Well, we could go through the list, right? I mean, Fasu Mensa, probably not. We've probably seen enough, but I mean, I guess he could still get better. Yeah. Uh, Lindelof, no, Kyle. He's not a United quality center back. When you think United, especially when you, you and I were growing up, I mean... Vidic and Ferdinand were yep. staples. I mean, yep. best of the best, world's best, you could even mm-hmm. say at the time, for partnerships. And just bad. I mean, you pay $80 million for Slabhead. You have Lindelof, who's, man, is he that much better than Eric Bailly? Maybe, but, like, that, that I mean, that's just... What when you, ha- when you have to make that decision, it's in a, you're in yeah. a bad place. Daniel James, I love. I mean, I'm a Swansea City fan. I think he, he works hard. He says all the right things, like... A player of his size to do that well is pretty impressive. But when you're starting for Manchester United, of someone of Daniel James's quality, mm-hmm. it's not good news, Kyle. No, I mean, they're basically signing players because they're fast and like young and English or British. That's like the standard that they have. It's just... I don't know, man. This, this, this team does not have Manchester United quality, which, of course, I love because I'm just a salty hater. But uh, it's, it feels weird watching this kind of United team walk out. I mean, we talked about overall, but their defense especially, man. I, Lindelof is supposed to be this ball-playing center back. I don't see any of that ball-playing capability. He just can't defend and is soft. I don't know what you're talking about. He's soft. fine when he ta- passes back to Maguire in the back. And yeah, I guess can... it's true. Yeah, I didn't think about that. But, like, even Maguire plays more actually effective passes. Well, and we have Maguire the time. plenty of time, plenty of, but he's well, at they, least capable. They have the capable. time go into the stands anyway, but like, what does that say about Lindelof? And then, you know, Luke Shaw, who's looking thicker than Wayne Rooney ever did. I, dude, how is that guy still fat? I, I don't understand, but United, ugh. but at the same time, is there, is there attack really looking that much better? I mean, I know that they played great after COVID, Siri doesn't get me Manchester United at all. Yeah, if you, if if the mic picked that up, it said it didn't get that. So yeah, it doesn't. I, I don't well, understand. clearly Siri's got beef with what I'm saying, but like no, it doesn't get Manchester United. I think that's what it was saying. It doesn't get their lineup. It doesn't get their decisions. Doesn't like compute. if you took Victor Lindelof and you plucked him off the face of the earth and you put it and you put an actual decent <laughs> center back in his place, would United? Do you think would they be, would they be better? I mean. Of course, because it's not saying much, but are they top they be four title, quality? Title quality team? Definitely not title quality team, because I, I still think Slabhead Maguire is still not that great, and can't believe he costs more than Van Dyke, which just 
That's so funny to me. Panic buy is what that is. So funny to me. Lester made out like bandits with that one. Of course. Yeah, and every single team that United is ever dealing with in transfers is going to do the same thing to them. Every time. Look at your team. Dortmund's doing it about Sancho. Oh, man. When we sell Sancho to them next year, it's going to be like $140 million. Yep. And we're just going to find all the young talent out there in the world. Like Holland, I can't, like, we bought him under United's nose for $20 million. $20 what a big million. joke that is. It's like worth at least million. seventy now, right? Anyways, yeah, well, Kyle, we're, we're being, we would do it injustice if we yeah, didn't mention we're being Crystal too negative. Let, let's mention Crystal Palace, Kyle. Six points, two for two. Um, you know, the stats aren't sexy. For 24%, 25% possession to get 14 shots, they're, they're playing the game. They know what they're good at, yep. which I commend. And they're playing to their strengths, which is counterattacking. Yep. They have Wilfried Zaha. They have Jordan Ayew, who could have had a lot better day, to be yeah, honest with you. Yeah, he really, yep. Um, and Andrews Townsend. And they also have Batshuayi on the bench. Yep. They have Eze, who we've called easy in the past. Eze on the bench, who looks lively, looks like a quality player. And I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think if they know what they're good at, they stay in their lane, they can be okay. Yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of weird because Palace have been so up and down the last few seasons. Like, they'll look really great and pick up a lot of points and then just, like, tank like they did last season i think they lost like eight in a row you know that a few teams season. i feel like have done that in recent seasons they get to safety and then just shit the bed out of i don't yeah. know why there's complacency who, maybe who's the team that i i mean i guess i think of like i guess burnley's done that burnley's done that yeah. yeah a pretty similar team honestly but yeah i palace looked solid they actually looked dangerous on the counter but then again i don't know how much of that's palace and how much of it's slab head like look in the wrong direction or whatever he does i mean it's he can't have a, that much of a, like if you think of like uh, like if you play shooter games or anything like you have a controller sensitivity and it goes like you know one to ten can't imagine it's a 10 kyle there's no way he's turning <laughs> that head that fast right it's like a pretty slow turn uh so yeah i, I don't know kyle it's well, a lot of head to turn though well, see, I mean, you predicted boldly in our preseason predictions, which you can find a few episodes below this one on whatever st- uh, platform you listen to your podcast, hashtag ad, um, <laughs> that Oli uh, would be out by Christmas. I stand by what I said. I, I mean, why would, you, why would you change it after this report? I stand by what I said. And I also stand, like, you're asking a lot of Fernandez, of Rashford and Martial and Greenwood. They played, they were amazing second half last season. It's asking a lot of them to like recreate that to carry the whole team on their shoulders. I mean, they're pretty young. I don't know if yeah. they've shown that level of consistency throughout an entire season. Yeah, and it's not like they have a good manager to guide them either. So, all right, yeah. Kyle, let's move on to rapid fire. First game we're gonna cover: Arsenal two, West Ham one. I know uh, two of your favorite teams right here. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, Kyle, I kind of have to side with the Spurs. Fan sentiment is that this probably should have been a draw. I don't think it's just Spurs fans that think that. I, I think most people think that. I mean, on one hand, it should have been a draw. It could have been a draw. Arsenal were not very good. But this is a game Arsenal would have tied or lost last season. So in a way, it kind of shows that they've got some character, some good young players. But, dude, West Ham is, is terrible. They're garbo. They're Garbo. I mean, the, what's frustrating... Their, their bench is better than their starting lineup. Well, I yeah, I was just going to say, what's frustrating <laughs> is that you see all this quality littered on this bench, and then you look at their starting lineup, and I would say the average Joe, average Joe Premier League fan couldn't name like four players in no. their starting lineup, which is frustrating. It's a David Moyes effect. They have like man. a 60,000-plus 
attendance, like stadium. Like yep. this, you shouldn't be this bad. And like a high wage bill where they buy all these like f- this foreign talent on some big money. I think Haller was like forty million pounds. Like Felipe Anderson was like thirty million pounds. Like it play just, him either. It doesn't make any sense. Arsenal had seven shots, by the way. So good for them to win a game with seven shots. It's pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah. Leeds four, Fulham three. Very exciting game. I'm, I'm seeing double and another four three scoreline. They were just in one last week, just on the other side. This time they won though. Um, again, this game didn't surprise me at all. I I, I expect Leeds to score a ton. I expect Leeds to concede a ton because they're kind of suicidal. But just, they need to button it up. It's fine. They do. Yeah, they need to learn to shut up shop. So, uh, shut up shop. Fulham though. Yikes. Are they? Can they even possibly finish nineteenth? I don't think they I don't can. know, and I don't care. Just get them out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. On that note, let's go. Next one. Uh, we've got Everton five, five, five. Kyle West five burger two. cinco. There were some pretty nice goals on this one. Uh, none of them from Calvert Lewin. who had a pretty awesome but very ugly but admirable hat trick. Uh, the fourth There's goal, some- Kyle DCL. The, the acronym that the Everton the yeah. Evertonians use. Uh, Hamas had a beautiful chip to Richarlison on that oh, goal, yeah. though. Yeah. Uh, wasn't the goal itself; it was the build up to the goal. Yeah. But man, Hamas just adds so much silkiness and he quality does. to that team. And some are even rumoring it was a free transfer to Real Madrid. It was reportedly twenty million. Whatever it was, it's already a bargain. Yeah. Like, who who have like? There's no times in history I've mentioned or thought of in of Everton this much in my life. Like no. me thinking the word Everton has like probably like at least once a day maybe. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Really Kyle. This I mean think of that what, midfield, that quality that nice. they have. It's better than a lot of teams in the Premier League. Most I mean vast majority of teams. I mean they've got quality, they've got grit, they've got energy. Everton like their front six probably. Their whole front six. It was like a really nice blend of of energy and like tough tackling with like Hamas' skill with like you know Calvert Lewin is great in the air and will like score a bunch of tap ins uh, which is like a hey man that's something that it's every Chicharito team needs. I mean, you need one of those. I'm not knocking on it at all. I think it's like look, Kane is my striker. He does that shit all the time, and I love it. Um, and uh, you know, Raul did that for Madrid. Mm-hmm. I'm not knocking it, but they've got a nice blend of, of stuff. And it's weird because Everton had made a lot of big signings in the past and it never works. This time it's actually so far. I know it's too early, but it's, it's gelling. They have a world-class nice manager this time though. That's right. He's won Champions League. Yeah. The brow. We got to make a tweet over Ancelotti's eyebrow. It's pretty gnarly. Kyle West Brom, two good goals you have to say, but they just lack the quality. I mean, red card in this game, Everton just, Absolutely steam steamrolled them after yeah. that, but yeah, stupid. Uh, what uh, Pereira, nice goal. Yep, Diagnana, nice goal. But you got to say those are their only two good players. Oh right? yeah, I mean the players are most quality when you're relying on the hell is his name Charlie Austin and <laughs> yeah. Hal Robson Canoe. You're in trouble. But who's the guy that's actually starting? Like Robinson or something? I, I don't know anything. He's actually the striker. That's yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I just I know. But he's like actually, he's, just, he's he's an he's a championship all the player. Uh, but Kyle, don't you worry. Ivanovich is here, returning from the gulag to save the day. <laughs> Coming from Zenit St. Petersburg. I almost spit out my beer. To save Slavin Bilic and the magpies of West Brom. Right back from the gulag. Back with like half of the hair he used to have. I love it, man. I love it. Does he save them? 
No. Leicester <laughs> <laughs> uh, four. Burnley two, Kyle. Yeah, I you know, I'm I'm like debating between whether to start with Burnley or Leicester, but you know, you gotta start with the positives. Let's go with Leicester first. Do we always start with the positive? No, we don't. I mean like I just spent like ten minutes I feel like shitting on United. I, so. You know, is that a positive or negative though? What? Like, shitting on United. You know, I, that's that's a fair point. I mean I know I get like a lot of enjoyment <laughs> out of it, but uh, Lester, though, they, you know, they've got a lot of injuries. They haven't actually been playing great, but you say they didn't play great. And, or I say they didn't play great. They've scored seven goals a season. You know and what? They're, on, they're on top of the table. That says a lot. They're getting the job done, you know, despite, like, having half of their starters injured, it seems. Uh, they've got some new signings that are playing well. Castagna, especially, looks mm-hmm. great down the right-hand side. Yep. Um, you know, James Madison getting back to fitness. Pereira will come back soon. Um they're getting it done, and Rodgers is still having them playing, you know, Brandon Rodgers football. Yeah, I mean, Vardy's always dangerous, right? And I can't believe he's still got his speed. He's still got his speed, it's man. Crazy. He's, he's, I guess you could call him a late bloomer, but yeah, he still has his speed. And you know what? Leicester, normally, I mean, last season, the end of the season, they collapsed, tons of injuries, yeah. end of COVID, etc., or COVID ending season, etc., um, but they do the job against the teams they're supposed to beat. Yep. Which says a lot about that team, you know? Like, you could, some teams, like uh, Everton's of the past, for example. Like, like Tottenham always. Like, oh, a lot of these games they draw, mm-hmm. for example. Mm-hmm. Two lost points. Leicester, they win. They just win, win, win. Yeah. And then the big six, they struggle a little more. Mm-hmm. But if you beat 14 of the teams that you play, it's going to get you a lot of points. Yeah. And so they play Man City next week. We'll see what happens there. That's uh, right. But I'm excited. I mean, Lester just signed under from Roma. It's a good signing. It is a good signing. He shows a lot of promise. They uh, need, they need a player. Coming with his best friend Soyonchu convinced yeah. him to come. So that's, that's promising for Lester Turkish as well. connection. Uh, they also needed another outside attacker to partner mm-hmm. Harvey, Harvey Barnes. Harvey so. Barnes and Yosi Perez show flashes of quality now and then. James yep. Madison's obviously awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as Ndidi, who's been playing center back these first two games. And then you once you get Ricardo Pereira back, it's like that yeah. classic good problem of like, okay, do you play James Justin still? Do you play Castagne back to the left? The, Gotta be Castagne, right? Well, you could think so, but I mean, Justin's James done Justin well. James Justin looks pretty decent. He does. I mean, definitely get some game time in. But moving on to Burnley, Kyle. You know, I was nice. a little higher than Burnley on Burnley than you were going into the season, yeah. but... I mean, their reliance on Chris Wood, they lost a couple of their best players. They don't have the funds to replace them. I'm a little worried about Burnley, Kyle. Yeah. Hey, I I told you I thought they'd struggle, and I put them at 17th, which, you know, I was thinking about it before this game happened. I was like, what am I thinking? I'm going to look back on that and think I'm, like, ridiculous. But at the same time, like, they're conceding a lot of goals. That's their foundation. And when you're just going to rely on, like, Getting out of games by hoofing it long to Chris Wood, who's a good striker. I don't know. That doesn't bode well. And like Sean Dyche looks frustrated to me that he hasn't been given any funds. I don't know. It seems like kind of a bad situation. Might be a Bournemouth situation from last Seriously. year. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, teams go through these cycles where they overachieve and stay up for like five, six years. And then when you least expect it, it just like does not click. And I don't know. I kind of see that happening this year. But it's really early. Really early. Yeah, Southampton 2, Spurs 5, Kyle. Um, your team getting it done. Can you give a nice recap of the game for us, of what happened here? Uh, well, that would take too much time, so I'm not going to do that. But, like, 
What's weird is what I will say is Spurs were awful in the first half, and Southampton actually like dominated. I did not wake up for this game because it was a four a.m. Pacific time, just crazy. But uh, I did catch the whole the whole second half of the game. But all you need to know besides Spurs being terrible first half, Kane to Son, Kane to Son, Kane to Son, Kane to Son, over and over. It's like the same play, and that many times too. To be in four times, four times, four times. Kane was playing De Bruyne-esque. Apparently, he can do that. I don't know, but I mean... I mean, it's easy when Southampton are having a fast pass to Disneyland saying, Here, son, <laughs> first in line, here you go. So I was like, okay. Their defensive line was such a joke. Such like, a joke. I couldn't believe it. No one to keep up. Kyle Walker-Peters was like, hey, I was on that team once. Which I made remember me, being Which here. made me feel so validated in Spurs selling his ass. So he... Look, I think he's a good player, but they were terrible. What's his name? Jack Stevens looked awful like man i this really surprised me from southampton but uh you got to say kane and son showed tons of quality you know and domble actually started had a really nice, had a nice play little turn first, there for the first, first goal. goal i mean danny ink scored a fantastic that was first a great goal, game, goal by man. the way i mean that's just help. to bring it down it's just so filthy and uh yeah they southampton's second goal was from a from a penalty, another so late, another matter. handball, stupid thing, call, but it was, didn't matter. matter in this game flow. You got to say real quick though, with Kane and Son clicking, guess who's coming into the picture? Because we didn't mention, we'll we'll follow up on transfers later. But uh, over the weekend, Spurs signing Gareth Bale, he's coming back on a season long loan, and Sergio Reguilon from Madrid. Nice five year deal on that boy too. <sighs> How did United not try try to sign him? That's crazy. So yeah, we all know United's transfer policy is the best. But if you haven't seen the tweet on Ed Woodward um, at uh, Over the Top EPL, follow us on Twitter. Go see it. Ed it's pretty Woodward. funny. It's a good tweet, Kyle. I commend you for that one. But Courtesy of yours, yours truly. I mean, Regulon, obviously a great signing. We'll start with him. Left back. I think he offers much more going forward than you've had in the past from that position. He's I mean, like the you had Danny Rose, but Ben Davies is a pedestrian left back. Yeah. Let's just admit it for what he is. Um, Spurs actually needed that signing. They needed Bale less so, but man, Bale's, what, a, Bale's, what a statement. Bale's a risky signing. I mean, it's a loan. They're paying. You think it's risky? I mean, it's a lot of money for a club that, you know, doesn't made a lot of money on transfers incoming. He's injured a lot. That, that's the one thing I worry and about. And so if he's injured at the same rate he's been injured in the past, it's probably not worth it. But if he can be, if you he can play, if he can play like 75% of your game, if he's match fit, I'll say yeah. that, for about 75% of your games, it's probably worth it. If he spends more yeah. time injured, then it, it might not be. See, I think he'll have like, I would hope, I, this, Kane and Son, this game, showed a reaction to Bale signing. Where they're like, Oh shit! Maybe this team isn't hopeless. There's some excitement now, and but the suddenly they out. Kyle would be Lucas Mora. Okay. <laughs> I mean, build him a statue in front of the stadium for Champions League that the hat trick in Amsterdam. But Kane's uh, on bail. Lastly, Deli Ali rumored for PSG. So that's a fascinating one to watch right there. All right, Kyle. Newcastle nil. Brighton three. Are Brighton watchable, Kyle? Are they uh, like last season? We we hated them so much. We we really just loathed them. And now they play. Dare I say? Dare I say? Exciting football. I I love I love the question. Are are Brighton watchable? 
Yeah, no, them and their nice jerseys are actually uh, Man, playing is it, some is nice... Is it the jerseys? Is it Lampte? Lampte looks nice, by the way. I mean, maybe it's Lampte. Maybe it's uh, Trossard playing well, like, in his second season. Mape was good last season, too. And Lalana, <laughs> he didn't I mean, even he play today. on the bench, but... Uh, yeah, I mean... Brighton, they actually do some. They have some decent attackers. They play good style of football. Graham Potter, I've been impressed. You're Swansea boy, um, but then again, them playing well against Newcastle, who were just atrocious on the day. I couldn't believe it really. I guess I could believe it though, because it's Newcastle. Newcastle, Kyle, and here's the deal: Steve Bruce and his Newcastle Warriors, and I think I mistakenly called someone Magpies earlier, are. <sighs> I just I, I think about Newcastle too often. Here's my problem. <laughs> they are not a fun side to watch. They never have been for like a long time. A long time. Maybe since like uh since we Cisse like... and Demba Ba were on the team. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ben Arfa and yep. uh who else do they have? Uh Kabaye. Mm-hmm. That was a fun team. Mm-hmm. How dare I say it? They're they're known as like a Premier League mainstay, like a classic club, big club, yep. right? Huge stadium. Hot take, Kyle. I'm really sick of Newcastle. I kind of just want them off the Ooh. face of the earth right now. They're so boring to watch. Takeover, no takeover. I mean, they're no. Kylian Mbappe is not going to yes. Newcastle. Shut up, Instagram. Like nothing. It's bad. It's bad. You remember? So you remember all the stories of Newcastle's potential starting lineup? Yeah, it was literally just through eleven star star jokes. players on their teams. It didn't even play for them. Yeah. Okay, so you're sick of Newcastle. Do you think it's within the realm of possibility that this is the end of their 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 cycle in the Premier League? Because they've kind of overachieved. Because there have been some years under Benitez when Newcastle really... Like, Benitez saved them. They, they were awful. They were bad. Uh, is this the end of a cycle? I mean, my gut says no, but my mind says, my God, Please. blast them into outer space. So I, I don't know. I'm kind of hoping I'm wrong in my Premier League predictions and they do get ousted. Well, I hate enough. to say it, but fair enough. Lastly, Kyle, in if this ended in zero zero, this would have been easily blasted to outer space. It gets spared, luckily, with Sheffield playing so terribly and then getting a probably not two questionable, weird kind of moments in this game. But Villa won, Sheffield nil, Kyle, in the early game today. Um, Ollie Watkins getting his first start. Yep. Could have scored a couple goals. I mean, was close, really close on a bending shot to the top corner. Yeah, looks Had a decent. tap in that he almost got to, but just didn't quite get there. Looks Premier League quality, I would yeah, say. More um, than Wesley and Mateta. Uh, Wesley, what the hell was that last yeah. season? Uh, Grealish, I mean, he's obviously has a lot of qualities. Well, Sheffield, I mean, we got to do better. We have gotta, to do better. I'm with you. I, I kind of worry about Sheffield, but at the same time... John Egan, their center back, getting a red card on the twelfth minute. That doesn't you help know, anybody, but to to me, I that that call was so questionable. To me, you know, he he had his arm around Ollie Watkins. They were both kind of wrestling, and you know, it was a foul, but did it deny a clear goal scoring opportunity? For me, not so much. Yeah, it was. It I was, thought it was. It was, so it was harsh. tough. It was, it was tough. Harsh. Um, that being said, though, Sheffield did have a penalty, though, did. Kyle, which Emilio Martinez, on his debut for Aston Villa, getting the save. Yeah, that's big. That's big. I mean, what better way to walk into a team and 
puff out your chest and say, I'm the, I'm that dude. Yeah. I mean, Martinez. I'm your captain the, now. He's the man now. Yeah. So him, I think it's still Grealish, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Him and Martin. I mean, it's a good signing. A lot of money. Aston though. Villa, I mean, you, you start the season with three points. That's like more than they had through like 20 games, I swear, <laughs> last season. So it's a, it's an improvement. Sheffield, no goals through two games. I yeah. Mean, um, you know, I, I I still have faith in them, but like it's time to it's time to ramp up. Do you, do you see Sheffield having some kind of second season syndrome? Sure, I mean we both said that, but I I was a little higher. I think they're going to be around the thirteenth area, but I hope so. We'll see. I, I mean they they played some nice football last season. They did. They really did. So I hope they return to that. Coach looks in the mirror. Well, for one, he looks at the player and says, "Don't get a red card." And then number two, yeah. uh, looks in the mirror, adjusts his tactics and. No, they play better. I mean, yeah. they they have the players to do so. So yeah, I think for me the takeaway: these two teams, I think, will be down there. But Sheffield, they showed enough quality last season. You wouldn't think so. Villa will definitely be in that relegation. You would think fight. so. You would think so. Yeah. Um, that's it, Kyle. That's all the games we have. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Uh, next next week, I guess we got uh, Arsenal and Liverpool. Is that right? Arsenal, Liverpool. We have Leicester, one. Man City. That's kind Ooh, of an interesting one there. Okay. Leicester, top of the table right now. Yeah. So. Good ones. Well, that's it. That's yeah. all we have. If you stayed with us this long, you're welcome. For all of the Manchester United hate that we've spewed <laughs> at you, uh, follow us at the socials, especially Twitter at Over the Top EPL. You can find us on any platform. So check it out. For Kyle, I am Justin. We will see you next week. Take care. See you.